I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship a Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time, Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. All by the grace of God, this old mariner years ago, he said, Brother Mon, you were a mariner. Yes, spent the better part of my lost life in the Gulf of Mexico as a converted, well, now a converted as a commercial fisherman back then. I'm glad to be fishing for men today. Now, I still like to fish for fish. In fact, I'm a fourth-generation commercial fisherman. Oh, as far as the Gulf of Mexico is concerned, wonderful place. Oh, I also fished in the bays and the rivers of the areas here from Florida all the way down toward the Texas area there. And uh, I enjoy the fishing and the commercial fishing industry. Oh, but God took me off of a boat and placed me in this book many, many years ago. Oh, when he took me off of that boat, oh, showed me who I was, just an old sinner, and then pointed me to a Savior that died for me. I'm glad to say that I'm a Christian. I know Christ as my Savior. I believe the work of Christ on the cross was effectual to forgive all my sins, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. And it's so good to be with you at this particular time. I've asked people from time to time, I said, sir, ma'am, how are you doing? In my ear at the time of the making of this program, with the end of the summer, and it's, it's been very hot. You know, we have some days down here, so 100 degrees. So, sir, ma'am, how are you doing? They said, whoo, it's hot. I said, what? They said, it's hot. In fact, some will use some expressions that go with this. You know, they say, it's hot as blue blazes. I said, well, how hot is that? And, of course, getting to trying to figure out where that comes from, I guess it has to do with the, the blue flame. The bluer the flame, the hotter uh, my friend, the fire, you you know what I'm talking about. So it's hot, as hot as a $2 pistol, you know. People even want to take, oh, Luke chapter 16, Jesus talked about hell fire. He talked about hell there. And people want to say it's as hot as that. No, my friend, no, 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 no. So we're talking about heat and hot. You know, sometimes, you know, this would be good. It's good for the child of God to experience heat physically, yes. Do you know what the word detox means? You know, our bodies get full of toxins, full of poisons. And we think about sweat carries the toxins out of the body and flushes them through the pores of your skin. What do we call that? You got it. Sweat. I don't like it. In fact, Fisher Munn puts things on his body to keep my body from sweating, you know. A dear brother, friend of mine said something like this. If you eat right, you sweat 
will have a smell to it. Now, I don't know what this message has got to do with that. But uh, we think about, yes, the benefits of heat. We think about vitamin D, all that that's to help your immune system, to regulate your blood sugar, to lower your blood pressure. You said, what helps with that? Vitamin D. You know where you get it. You'd be surprised. It's free. It's from the sun. We need that. They said it's hot. Sometimes it helps to control our appetite. And oh, we could make a message there, could we not? What about, we think about the word heat, the word hot, used in the Bible in a figurative manner. I certainly know that. One time, well, one time, many places in the Old Testament, God just told his people, they said, now you live right. And if you don't live right, oh, a number of times, I think in one of them, Judges chapter two, it says the anger of the Lord waxed hot. I mean, people made God mad. I've made people mad before. But, oh, I don't want to make God mad. His anger waxed hot, you know, playing with sin. Can you walk on hot coals and not be burned? Proverbs chapter 6, verse 28, what is he talking about? Playing with things that has, uh, has to do with immorality, immoral things. You can't play with that, my friend. You can't even look at it. You said, what, it's like walking on hot coals. You'll burn yourself. Revelation chapter 3, verse 15, talks about the spiritual temperature, hot or cold. The conscience, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, can be seared with a hot iron, you know. It's not taking a hot iron, put it alongside, you know, alongside your head and burning your conscience and what it's talking about. It talks about what sin actually does. Uh, a hot iron put to your skin Yes, it'll just cauterize an area there and just burn the nerves in that area. I don't want to have the spiritual nerves in my body to be burned, my conscience seared. Oh, a New Testament word for hot or heat would be like the word fervent. God wants us fervent in spirit. He wants us fervent in prayer, fervent in charity, fervent in heart, fervent in labor. But what about literally now, this word heat and cold? First mention of the Bible in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. Is that the place, the first place, heat and cold, hot and cold as you? Yes. This is the first mention of seasons. Genesis chapter 8, of course, the context to do with Noah, my friend. Now, as far as the ark is concerned, outside the ark, he's about 14,000 feet above sea level. He was in uh, a place prior this that had what we would call a constant uh, constant temperature. Uh, I don't know what the temperature was. I don't know if it's 72 degrees. I do not know. But now it talks about seasons, hot and cold, and summer and winter. This was non-existent before the flood. No hot and cold, summer and winter, my friend. And so we think about the future. Uh, of course, in the area that I live in, the state of Alabama, there is such. We have the four seasons, you know. And uh, uh, starting, uh, uh, well, you can start any one of the four seasons that's there. But yeah, but we have the hot and cold and the everything in between there. You know, we get back to this in Revelation chapter 7. It seems as if there's a little hint that this is what's coming back to this earth when God remakes this earth. No more seasons, no more hot and cold, no more extremes. That constant temperature. Hot, cold, heat. Uh, heat is used to speak of the middle of the day. In Genesis chapter 18, it talks about, it talks about uh, uh, as far as the, the day is concerned, the middle, uh, the middle of the day. 
And in fact, the reading is this. See if I can find this and read this just exactly like it is. It's Genesis chapter 18, verse 1. Uh, it says uh, concerning, it says, The Lord appeared in the plains of Mamre. It says, And sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. What's the heat of the day? All right. What's the heat of the day? All right. That's when the sun is directly overhead. It speaks of the middle of the day. In the heat of the day, that's the hottest point or the hottest place in the day, correct? It's when the sun is directly overhead. We could go further in the Old Testament. Sometimes heat is used as punishment for the nation of Israel. God said to them, he's brought them into the land of Canaan. And he said, now you live right, you honor me. But you get involved in other gods. I'll bless this land. I'll cause it to multiply. I'll enrich this soil here. It'll multiply three and four times, you know. And he said, if you don't, if you disobey, I will devour the land with a burning heat. Did he do that? Yes. We think about much of the land of Israel today. Been there. What is it? It looks as if, I tell you, it flew in the Tel Aviv and start down that Arabian Peninsula there, and you begin to look at the hillsides, and my friend, it's just barren. It looks as if there's just been a torch put to it, you know. And it's because of disobedience, the enemies of God. In Revelation chapter 16, those who curse and blaspheme God, God's going to give them a dose of their own medicine. Revelation chapter 16, verse 9, he tells one of the angels to turn the thermostat up on the earth. Who controls the temperature on this earth? That's God, my friend. And as far as the angel is concerned, turns the temperature at 100, 125, 130, 140, 150, 160. And the Bible says as far as men on this earth, scorches men with fire, scorches them with great heat. What do they do? Turn to God? No, they just blaspheme God. Shows you how sorry mankind is and the depravity of the human heart. But he uses heat as punishment. Did so with Israel as far as the land. Did so with the enemies of God, Revelation chapter 16. And we think about the end of this age. In the second Peter, second Peter chapter 3, one of my favorite uh, passages of scripture to read as far as books, I'm sorry, First and Second Peter. Now, I wonder why I would love those two books. But here in chapter 3, uh, God reveals some things unto Simon. Simon says this, he said, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. It said, and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. What's going to happen? What's the future for this earth? Some of the so-called brilliant scientists that's in the world today say what happened, man, mankind is destroying the earth, and the earth is warming up. My friend, God's going to to know for sure what happens to this earth. We go into the Bible. And the Bible says, my friend, it's going to melt with a fervent heat. It has nothing to do with mankind, nor with moo cows, nor with whatever. And I'll stay away from that. You said, uh, what are you saying? The future is that the world's on fire. My friend, the world's, when the world's on fire, don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? The world's going to be on fire in the future? Yes. 
How are you going to survive this fire? In fact, let me just use this as a thought now as we close. Are you going to survive the heat where I live? It's hot. But my friend, in the month of January, it'll be cold. But the future for this earth is the earth is on fire. Where are you going to be? Depends on who you know. I'm glad I know Jesus Christ is my personal Savior. You know what he's going to do? He's going to take his kids off this planet before it burns up. You said take them off? Yeah, First Thessalonians chapter 4. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. So it's what the dead in Christ rising. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together, raptured out of this place. My friend, oh, but it's just for those, just for those who know Christ. Do you know Jesus Christ? As your personal savior, I'm glad to say I know I will survive the heat that's coming. And then worse than that, out of the frying pan into the fire. We think about standing before God at the white throne judgment, those who are lost, those who've turned down the plan of salvation. My friend, to be cast into a final lake of fire. Oh, how horrible. Just the thought. For those of us as children of God, Sometimes it's not only just hot physically, but we think about as we get sometimes during the journey of life, the road is rough at times and life seems almost unbearable. There are trials and troubles and headaches and burdens and disappointments. How do we survive that heat? A young man was traveling on a train. As far as this train is concerned, going through a very hot place. And people were wondering why this young man did not complain. Everybody else on the train was complaining. It's so hot. And he wasn't complaining at all. Someone asked him, son, why are you not complaining? He said this. He said, because my daddy is going to meet me at the end of the line. And that's all I can think of. Isn't that a good thought? How do I get through this age? How do I survive the problems? How do I survive the physical heat even? By knowing at the end of the journey, my Father is waiting for me. Do you know Christ? Will you survive the heat? Until next week, Fisher Mund saying goodbye.